Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Testing. How you doing? <laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Lounge Talk. I'm your host, Philip Fernandez here, episode nine, to bring you guys some beautiful, wise words of wisdom. Just for a quote of the day, I just want to give you guys, to brighten up your day a little better. Uh, here's our quote. It's from Latin Proverbs. It is best to learn wisdom by the experience of others. Now, last episode, we talked about uh, being labeled. And for me, for myself, these were untold stories of my experiences dealing with authority as well as the man, in other words. Uh, but episode nine is something special. I got a little uh, special guest for everybody. Uh, he is a coworker of mine, Mr. Frank Filippelli. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. <laughs> thank you, thank <laughs> welcome, you. Welcome, Frank. Welcome to the lounge. So uh, tell me, man, uh, I noticed, uh, I just want to start off by saying uh, it's a pleasure to have you on uh, the podcast today. Uh, thank you. It's an honor coming in, honestly. I, I'm just happy that, uh, that you thought to have me on the show. Yeah, of course. And uh, I just wanted to um, just let's let's start it from the from the beginning. Like I, I noticed that you had uh, when we first started to work together. I noticed obviously your mask and your logo, um, and you told me about it. Now, give me the the full idea of like basically how how did you how did you start everything up like from, from the uh, yeah. It's- Good, good question. So I, I think the, the logo you're referring to is the um, the leaf, right? That, yes. That was on the mask at the time. Yeah. So that's um, you know, funny enough, uh, we're very very, very small company. Um, so some people confuse it sometimes, but I technically have two companies. I have uh, Manic Animatics, which is uh-huh. a animation studio and graphic design, um, and then I have a T-shirt company called Silk City Style. So the the logo you're referring to is the mulberry leaf. Yes, <clears throat> that one is. Yes. For, um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, we uh, to give you a little bit of background there, so you kind of understand where that comes from. I'm I'm from Patterson, uh, New Jersey, and uh, Patterson. A lot of people don't realize was the uh, first planned industrial city. So you know, I, I wanted to create a brand, uh, a clothing brand that kind of represented and embodied that spirit of uh, American ingenuity and and you know the, the history and the glory of of early Patterson. The, so, true hard, um, the, the true hard-working man, basically. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And even yeah. if you went on the website, you'll see the slogan is uh, "Be industrious," you know. So, you, yeah, you have something like Nike will say something like "Just do it." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I like the the vague aspect of that, but I wanted something with a little more, a little more power to it, a little more message. So, industrious to me is like you know working hard and be, it, transcending, being better than what you were. It's not just yeah. doing; it. it's more than doing. So that's that's kind of what we're about. Um, but the mulberry leaf, and uh, specifically, is uh, you know that's where that's what silkworms eat, and um, you know they they eat the mulberry leaf and they produce the silk cocoons. And the thing about it is, uh, in the early days of Patterson, it was the uh, it produced a third of the world's silk. So yeah. for such a small town, it was had a very big global impact. So that was its its major export. And right. so I thought, well, why not use that to represent the brand? And I, I think it looks kind of cool too. Nice. Yeah, no, I like it too. I'm uh, obviously a big supporter of your brand. Uh, Thank I you. Obviously, um, purchased from your shop. Of, yeah. um, I, I usually try to give myself one curse word at least in the podcast, but you know, <laughs> nice. I, I, bought, I bought a shirt of fuck, it says "fuck Corona" on it, and it's a, <laughs> a, I'm telling you this, it's a shirt that's only worn inside because <laughs> I, if I wear this outside, people are gonna be like. Really? What's like, wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with this guy? You it's know, funny. He's, he's wearing a shirt outside. And let me remind you, it's, it's summer and it's a black t-shirt, you know. I don't yeah, want that's to, true. I, 
I don't want to be roasting and be sweating, <laughs> you know. But tell me about um, Manic. Tell me about the the animation um, process. And um, I, I looked at your your website, and I know you did um, the logo for uh, Juicy Platters as well, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. And so tell me about Manic. How did you get into anime? Uh, animation. What, what made? What drove you to get into animation? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess like like anybody else, you know, you got your cartoons when you're young, you see those and you kind of want to produce, you know, re- recreate what you see, you know, you got Looney Tunes and Disney Channel characters and things like that, that you kind of want to replicate. And uh, yeah. so that that's what got me into it initially. You know, I kind of was like, what the heck is animation, right? You try when you're young, when I'm like maybe 10 or eight, I try to figure out what that is. And I started to develop a, a love for it. Uh, okay. But then, yeah, and then one of the things that really set me over the edge was Family Guy. That was something that was a, a huge inspiration because that was when I saw that animation could really just be anything. It's, it doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, Mickey Mouse all the time. That's what everybody thinks about. So yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, because you're actually the first person I know that says you get the inspiration from, uh, from Family Guy. A lot of people see The Simpsons, you know, right, Tom, yeah. Jerry, like you said, Looney Tunes, Mickey Mouse is such a generic per, uh, yeah, it's generic huge, character, right? as, well, as well as as well as SpongeBob as well. SpongeBob oh was my pretty, God. pretty huge for everyone's childhood as well. That's um, right. But Mickey Mouse is very generic because you, you see those ears and you already automatically know it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's just no. As well yeah. as you know, you have Hello Kitty. But the, I think the biggest one uh, that everyone kind of got into was obviously the anime. Obviously, you know, Dragon oh, Ball Z, like, yeah, exactly. Naruto, Dragon all Z, that everything. stuff. Right. So that's that's pretty cool that you got into um, animation at a young age. I mean, were you always good at art um, growing um, up? Yeah, I, mean, I, I I drew, I dabbled a little bit. I, I think I was uh, okay. Um, when I when I first started, like if you go really far back, I, I laugh mm-hmm. about this today a lot. Um, if you go like maybe preschool, I remember drawing little circle heads with stick figure arms and legs like as you do when you're a kid yeah of course and, uh, and it, i remember seeing kids in my class that were so advanced at the time like maybe four or five different kids who could draw whole bodies with clothes and hair and i used to think man i'm never going to be able to do that so <laughs> it's yeah. kind of funny but if i look now if you if i probably were to meet up with those same people i went to preschool with they i'd love to bet any amount of money they didn't pursue art um and their their talents probably capped out at that point so yeah. if I had a message to anybody, it would be even if you're not that good when you first start, it's all about the passion at the end of the day. Of course, of course. Yeah, my so, I, I never really, <laughs> yeah, I never really got the the art gene. <laughs> I got the <laughs> competitive athletic gene. In my family, oh. my brother uh, got the, the the art gene. He's uh, my brother's actually fantastic at art. Uh, he growing up, you know, we, we he used to draw a lot, so he. Um, he used to draw a lot of Dragon Ball Z. We, we were raised on Dragon Ball right. Z, you know, yeah. from, from the from the start, from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z, GT, all that to Super. Oh man! And he still has his passion for it. He actually had drawn uh, the tattoo that he has on his arm. He had a tattoo on his arm, with, you know, his kid's names on it. So you know, my brother is is very very passionate. He hasn't done he hasn't drawn in a while. You know, he tried oh, okay. to t- he tried to teach his son how to draw at a, uh, a couple years back, and they didn't really it, it fell off a little bit. Um, you know, right. it's kids, you know, they don't want to draw, they want to help, you know, play, play video games, watch TV. Yeah, right. right. You don't want to. Well, you know, yeah. it's funny you say that too, because what I try to do, um, I try to get kids more involved into art, you know, like my yeah. nephew, mm-hmm. you know, my, my girlfriend's brother. And I'll say to them, like, you know, if you love those video games so much, usually they're all playing video games, or if you love the anime, wouldn't you love to make it? Yeah, you know, wouldn't you want to design it? it? That'd be all. That's, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, 
and I usually tell them, like, you're going to have a job. You have to get, have a job at some point, and uh, why not make it a fun job, right? Yeah. So Your, your parents you... will never tell you that, though. They're always like, oh, go be a doctor and lawyer, and then you yeah. end up not being a doctor and a lawyer, and you're just miserable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, but so, so where did you um, actually learn the animation from? Oh yes, that that's a good um, question. I um, I just told you I maybe got into drawing and drawing cartoons and looking into animation around like eight or ten or so. Right around that time, I started to uh, to just get into actually creating it. So first, you start drawing cartoon characters. I got pretty decent at doing that, yeah. replicating what I saw, and then I got into the animation aspect of it. But what I would do was, um, you know, because I didn't have uh, proper equipment or anything, I would just you know draw page by page. Uh, you know, regular frame by frame, and then and then I would actually take pictures of the papers, um, and then on the computer I'd flick through the pictures and record off the screen, and that's how I would create my first animation. So I, I have a couple of those that I made, and they're um yeah they're pretty funny to look at now, but they're I, I think they're pretty decent for how young I was. Um, yeah, and- a lot of schools, a lot of schools that actually um study animation. Um, when I was younger, actually, I was I wanted to actually get into animation as well. Uh, since right. I love I love cartoons. I love you know, um, I love like doodling here and there. But I did not realize oh, I'm not pretty. I'm not that good, you know. <laughs> but um, but for me, I'm a gamer. You know, I love video games. I always right. would lo- I would love to design a video game of aspects. You know, I have a let's say something. I have a, a pretty big brain where it kind of has a lot of ideas. You know, right. with, with video game ideas. So it's like it's things like that, which is cool. But the aspect of you know sitting in front of a computer, designing everything. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a lot. Of it. Yeah, it that, that, that's a lot, and I give you, I give you full credit to oh, actually, you. you know, be able to design a basically a cartoon character, even design, you know, uh, 3D images. Um, I went through, you know, obviously your social media, and I saw, you know, through Manic and as well as um, Silk City. And I'm telling you, man, you have you have a gift, and oh, with that, you. you know, people people like that, like people like yourself who are so gifted with, with such a great talent at um, you know at an early age as well as um, where, where you learned it from you know it's, it's pretty big I know that uh, I believe um, a lot of I know the biggest I would say the biggest animation right now down in Florida uh, full sale I have yeah. a couple of friends that actually went down to full sale university to study oh, video games great. one of my one of my good uh, a friend of mine that I went to school with he, he's actually a pro gamer actually <laughs> he actually oh my team. god and he plays professional Gears of War, and he's on a team. He plays, you know, he goes on tournaments, and they're pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. And it's, oh, that's it's pretty, incredible. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but I know that Full Sail is pretty big with with animation, and um, you know, they they have partners left and right. You, you don't really yeah, see a lot do. of you know you don't really see a lot of commercials. Uh, I'm a I'm a huge wrestling fan, so they actually um, film, you know, yes. their developmental WWE NXT down in Full Sail University. That's so, right. Yeah, it's pretty cool, yeah, right? And yeah. and that's actually it's a good point that you brought that up too, because that yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So I did um I went um I, I got into a lot of the drawing and two dimensional animation on my own, and yeah. then I went to Full Sail, and that was the first time I ever touched a three D animation modeling, nice. compositing, any of that stuff. And how, you know, how it was, was a experience? great experience. Yeah, it yeah, was. How, it was a how, how, experience. Yeah, how was it over there? Was it like a different lifestyle down in Florida? Like basically going oh my to. God yeah <laughs> it's funny thinking about it right now but it was uh well first of all when i was gonna go i didn't really know much about florida um mm-hmm. i didn't even know where this place was gonna be i yeah. just sort of I, I did the whole process i applied i i went through you know all the 
you know, all the checks and balances and everything you got to go through to, to jumping through hoops and loans and everything to get into school. Yeah. I got a, um, I actually did an animation. I like to do gritty stuff. I told you I like Family Guy and things like that. So mm-hmm. I actually did an animation of a cat biting the head off of a mouse. Nice. And the, the blood is gushing everywhere and stuff. Nice. And that, that animation got me a scholarship. So I, I did all this stuff to get in, and I didn't even know where the school was at this point. Yeah, so I, and I, I, I believe it. Yeah, they're they're in Orlando, right? <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, they're like in Winter Park. It's like a, a borough of Orlando. Um, okay, and cool, cool. Yeah, and I just hopped on a train and just went down there. We didn't. Ha- I didn't have anywhere to live or anything. I just went down wow. there, and uh, we lived in a hotel for maybe like a, a week or two okay. until we figured everything out. Um, and but the experience was great because one thing is to go to especially Orlando of all places one thing to go there as a tourist but uh to live there is is strange because yeah. <laughs> it's a I mean like you know most of us around America around the world we live in cities that are based off of whatever they're city-based yeah. locations you have a Suburb- school, suburban you areas suburban yeah areas. suburban or I mean even if it's city it's like you know you got the corner store you got the pizzeria like it's very simple stuff like we're from the northeast so there's one way of living but when you're in Orlando it almost everything is dominated by entertainment of um of the theme park variety you know yeah. like everything it's the theme park capital of the world so everything yep. you see all types of tourists and roller coasters and water parks it's so it's it's a very strange thing to actually live there i, yeah. I imagine it must be like that in probably vegas as well yeah you that's, live in a place yeah, like that, that that's all that's all you see especially when you go down to florida it's all you see is disney 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 Disney. yeah disney. it's insane and it, yeah and it's, it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious I, me it personally, is. I, would i like to live there yes and no right. uh you know <laughs> yes and no i do because right. you know, it's, it's the nice weather it's the beaches but no because it's hurricane season and i don't want to i know i know when it's hurricane season exactly uh, and you know um the fact that you have to drive everywhere just to, to get a sandwich oh my to drive God. like two three miles to get a, you know a you do yeah and, it's no joke and, and actually funny thing about the hurricanes is like coming from the northeast where we don't get hurricanes obviously um yeah. they talk about hurricane season the way we talk about snow season yeah they're like oh, no, the hurricane <laughs> yeah. season's coming i'm like what is wrong with you be hurricane season what <laughs> and so and the, the first time I, I actually experienced like a true like hard storm not even a hurricane because you don't get too many in orlando you're more inland yeah but you get you get those tropical storms it was the first time i've ever experienced that i thought the whole planet was ending <laughs> i thought there was a it, you know it was a state of meltdown yeah. I, I mean the, the windows are rocking i've never felt thunder like that it was the yeah. scariest thing just like and i'll people, never forget just like it, well i'll never forget my girlfriend she worked at um she worked at firehouse subs at the yeah. time and she you know we're both from from patterson so i when the when the storm started man i hopped in my car and i sped down to uh downtown to go pick her up i burst in the door i run in i'm like come on we gotta go she's looking at me like i got six heads the employees obviously are looking at me like i'm crazy and there's just people sitting in the restaurant eating sandwiches like nothing's wrong i can, just ima- me- I, I can honestly just imagine you just barging the door <laughs> oh my god i'm so sandwich in <laughs> yeah i'm like let's go let's get out of here and i'm i mean i'm freaking out and i'm like you look outside it looks like the world is ending but if you <laughs> But if you were to, um, you know, within 10 minutes, it disappears. So everybody looks at you like you're crazy. And I'm like, guys, there's a crazy storm out there. And they're like, uh, yeah, that's it's Florida. Welcome. 
Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And at that point, so, that's when they call you a Yankee, and they're like, yeah, yeah you're, not, right, you're not from here. You, know? you must not be from here. Yeah, I remember it's I wore, so true. I, I wore, it was windy one day when I, I used to go down to Florida like every couple years. I, went, right. I, wore, I wore a hoodie one day, and they're like, oh, you were, wait, where are you from? You're from up north, aren't you? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're a Yankee. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, that, that's God. somewhat offensive, but thank you, you know? Yeah, um, thank you. Know, it is cold. That. You know, it is cold, and I'm not used to this, this weather. Yeah, yeah, because it's sporadic. People don't understand that Florida has no rules, man. Absolutely. The, the, Absolutely. It is a lawless land down there. The, the, the laws of nature do not apply like they do in the rest of the world. <laughs> And I will so, tell you this: the animals don't give a shit. They'll no, literally they cross the, the road while you're. <laughs> mm-hmm. The weather is outrageous, and and that's the thing, by the way, too. Like if you if you've lived there for a little while, or at least you know people, you could become quickly acclimated, and it just becomes a way of life. But at the time where I bursted into her place of work to try to haul, yeah. haul her off to safety, yeah. like some sort of hero, I was I was home at the time by myself. So this is my first time experiencing this by myself. And when I got there and I saw how calm she was, yeah. it almost made me a little angry because I'm like, how do you know what's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess exactly. they just told her like, hey, relax. This is how things are. The, the rain disappears in like two minutes. <laughs> Take it easy. So, and that's something I had to learn. And, and I, honestly, it gets so bad where the windshield wipers can't even move the water fast. Yeah, yeah. We, I've, I've experienced that when I went, when I usually go down with my family. But let's, yeah. let's, let's get back into it. So, um, who, who, who basically inspired you to get into kind of the animation? Was it with yourself? Did you have a certain, uh, you know, kind of figure um, or mentor that kind of, that kind of <laughs> put the, the, the kick in your ass to be like, hey, yeah, you yeah. do this, yeah, you know? Yeah. Who, who, who mentored you? Oh my God, uh, that's so funny. I I don't know. I mean, I've never really been asked these kind of questions. So no, I, honestly, there's nobody in particular. There's no person. Um, it's just it's just me seeing things, seeing things okay. on TV, uh, hearing. I watch a lot of documentaries, you know. Um, so that that's kind of like that's my life, man. If I'm not watching a cartoon, I'm watching a documentary about something. I like history. So more than anything, I think yeah, I think what inspired me is probably looking at past success from other people who've done great things in business and, and it could range from anywhere you know whether you're looking at you know rockefeller in the oil industry or you know mm-hmm. andrew carnegie and steel those things all yeah. apply to me i do animation but i look at them and i'm like man if they can do stuff like that I, what can i do yeah, so, you're, you're basically being you want you want to be a young you know successful entrepreneur exactly and right you're so, to be honest that's what i like about you you're basically your own boss you know right you, you have your two businesses and, and they're very successful which is, thanks, is thanks, awesome thanks. because you don't really see, you know, a lot of kids, you know, uh, a lot of young adults our age that right. are, you know, are so successful. You know, you have people hanging out in the streets and they don't yeah. know what they want. They don't. They don't know what they want to do with their lives in the next couple of years. You know, That's so right. you know, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome to see that you know you started out young. You know, you, just by watching, literally just by watching television, right. that inspired <laughs> you to basically get into animation. For me, I could I draw stick figures. I draw like a five year old. But you know, <laughs> I, I honestly, uh, when I was I was so passionate with, with art class too. When I was in uh, elementary school and high school, I was I was so passionate. And then like I realized, ah, I'm not it's not really for me. You know, I kind of right. thought, you know, hey, athletics, get you know, athletic scholarship. Definitely yeah, I think that. it takes a it takes a lot of uh, courage to even try to pursue it and get it involved. Because it's in different. It. It's it's it out is. of the it's out of the, the complete you know out of your comfort zone. But it's really right. cool that you know you got into you basically you know you started your own business from basically scratch, and you know you graduated from you know a great you know school, 
and you took your knowledge from the school and you kind of basically build your empire from there now do right. you see yourself expanding to uh expanding your your brand your your logo but also your business other places you know yeah definitely most certainly i i i do and actually um just to kind of touch on that because you, you just reminded me by saying like a lot of a lot of young adults and kids don't get into this um i just to let you know my biggest um driving force and i was just talking about this with a friend maybe last night i think it was about how uh you know my my driving force is really inspiration i feel like um because i see what it's done with me and i feel like uh throughout history humans were very social creatures so if you if you inspire or you are inspired you know, it changes the world one thing one person inspiring somebody else can inspire an entire generation of people and things happen so I, if i can do anything i try to uh, make inspiration accessible in places like a patterson of all places you know that's you know where i'm from and if you if you're from new jersey or if you ever even just looked it up on the internet you know patterson's kind of rough so I grew up in a rough I grew up in a rough neighborhood as well so I grew yeah, up in New York so, so okay uh, yes exactly North that's I mean they run a no, they New, run, York, New York New York oh New York okay like, gotcha I think big apple yeah I know oh, uh, gotcha. I, I grew up in, in in the Bronx so oh okay um, so I have yeah, my, my fair share over there um, yeah and I feel but, like they all kind of share the same DNA right like they're rough yes, neighborhoods so yes. you got to do your part and if that if I know most um young adults or kids are not getting involved in in business that's my goal is to kind of show them that you can. So if I can grow my business to the next level, to answer your question, I kind of get, uh, make it this, uh, I mean, I, I, if it could be a household name, obviously that'd be great, but I'm, I'm just not sure how far I can take it. If I can, that's what I want. I want it to be where people from all over, you know, from halfway across the country or halfway across the globe will be like, oh yeah, you know, man, Canamax, I know that company. Aren't they in Patterson? Is that where it is? And yeah. and that, you know, it gets people to go, wow, that's, that's cool. That's in my town if they live here or, you know, I can do the same thing. So I do want it yeah. to get as big as possible. It's just it's just a matter of what I'm capable of, you know, yeah. coming from the bottom. <laughs> yeah, first start from the bottom. Now, now we're here. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now we're here. Now, I don't even yeah. know where here is, but I'm gonna keep going there. <laughs> exactly. You gotta keep on trucking. That's that's for sure. Yeah. But um, uh, exactly. I know you you have your your partnership with uh, Juicy Platters. Is there any uh, any future partners you would want to work with or get into uh, eventually um, down the down the road? Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, I haven't not, not in particular. Like, there's no no real, there's no uh, customers per se that I'm like targeting that I'm trying to hit. I just try to get anybody I can who's willing to give us work. But yeah. in the long run, what I'd like to do is, uh, you know, I want us to be because right as it stands, we'll do a lot of uh, private work with different companies, right? Like you said, like Juicy Platters, we'll make menus with them. We'll you know work on their website. We'll animate clips if they want a commercial. Like we do that for people. Yeah. Um, but ideally, the, the evolution of Manic Animatics, what it's supposed to be, is a uh, animation studio in its entirety. Uh, a lot of the big studios tend to outsource. So it, mm -hmm. as an ultimate goal, I'd like to have it where we create these animation projects in-house with a great team. And then people will, uh, you know, larger studios will hire us. You know, whether, whether it is Disney or, you know, Warner Brothers, whoever the heck it is, those guys usually outsource all the time. So... You know, and then there's inside studios as well. Yeah. So maybe yeah. those could be our clients. That's what I'm looking for. And that's and that's also good to to get targeted by like the indie corporations. The indie yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the start the startup companies that are, that want young, hungry, you know, um, artists and, and right. animators. The people people target that actually. A lot of yeah. um, a lot of people rather go indie than go big corporation because indie you're, you're independent. You know, you right. basically. You're not being micromanaged. You're not being watched over. You're not under a, micro, a, a, a 
magnifying glass. Yeah, yeah magnifying. You, you know what? It's magnifying glass. Yeah. There it is. I got, I got it. I got it. You're not under a magnifying. <laughs> you were gonna glass, say you know? microscope. Is that yeah, what it was? Yeah, Either <laughs> way, you you're not under a microscope. Just like those companies like Disney and Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network. Right. You know, you're, you're, they're always under a microscope. So, you know, right. They, they always want. They can always toss somebody with indie. You know, they, they want to bring people in. They want hungry people that were like, hey, we're gonna right. do this, this, and this. And we're gonna get this deadline done by this time. Yeah, that's and right. It, and smaller and, companies are more agile, if I could say. Exactly. You know, they're, they're light on their feet. So that's and what if I like you about. and if you look at it in a way, indie indie companies actually be really successful. You see a lot of companies that you never really heard of, um, like even cartoons. Um, right. One of them I, I felt like didn't was wasn't gonna be that good enough. Um, Steven Universe and look how popular oh, yeah. it is. That's you crazy, know, isn't it? Um, you also have you know. Um, the last airbender from nickelodeon like yes uh, avatar that look how successful that is it became they made it into a movie it's the movie wasn't that good but they obviously took the avatar name made it into something better and that film was unbelievable now yeah, you look exactly. at you, you look at the animation on an avatar and you're like whoa like that's like the first time we got the full <laughs> taste of a great animation you know and right. um yeah no man i i yeah, that's the thing. I mean, those, and if you notice, that's the thing. Most of those, uh, very uh, seldom does a large studio create that stuff. They have yeah. to hire smaller guys. They create this stuff. You know? And I mean, I say relatively small. They're probably, who knows, they probably have 50 employees. They got 100. I don't know. But but then if you look at Disney, yeah. they could have thousands. It's not like Disney actually creates it themselves. They'll, they'll yeah. hire a smaller company. Um, and i actually give you a good example there. I have a friend of mine, uh, Fifi, who I went to school with in, uh, <clears throat> in Full Sail. He's a great compositor. He, one of the best, and he actually got hired by a place uh, called Crafty Apes. Now I'm pretty sure nobody knows that name. Like I say, Crafty Apes to you, you don't even know, you know, what is that, right? But they're actually they work on a lot of um, movie previews and compositing scenes for big cinema, and you know, they're they're one of the many smaller studios behind the big faces. So you know, when I, when he first told me I'm working at Crafty Apes, I'm like, oh, what are you working on? And then come to turn out, he's on. He's working on Marvel films. Oh, awesome. He's working on, you know, big that's TV sick. shows. It, but they give them yeah, scenes yeah, yeah. at a time, you know? Like, say, if you're working on... If he's working on Ant-Man, uh, they're going to say, hey, work on this scene, and they give you a little piece. So it, you wouldn't think much of it, but small studios, they, they do make the world go around you. They are necessary. So I, that's what I want to be. I want to fit into that realm. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. Um, that's pretty. It's really cool. I mean, um, with, with your friend, that's, that's, that's pretty sick now. Do you, do you expect to go yeah. with those higher limits with working with those big companies like Disney or anything like that yeah I, I hope so man I mean that's that's what I'm looking for we just try to it's just one step at a time baby I mean steps. actually uh, about a year ago we just got yeah baby steps right we, about a year ago we just got into a new um, shop as well so it's like one one thing I can say about entrepreneurship because a lot of people like to throw that word around but they don't really know what it means it's the the risk and the the uh, consecutive investment that you put in yourself and your company yeah. that matters so um, it's like one step forward and maybe eight steps back some days. <laughs> it's not, you're, you know, one step forward, two steps back. No, it's like eight steps back and that's just how it is. So like we have, um, we just got a shop. Um, we were over on Market Street in Patterson, a little tiny office. And now we have a fairly larger size shop where we have a store in the front to sell the t-shirts. We get the office in the back. We, we actually print shirts on site. So it, just building this place out, that takes so yeah. much time. You know, when you're again, when you're starting from the bottom with a limited shoestring budget, you got to build everything. I mean, me and my girlfriend, we did everything ourselves. We put up walls, we sanded the floors, we 
you know, painted things. We, I put in, you know, plumbing. Like we, we did all types of stuff. I did almost everything but yeah, electrical that's, that's, work. That's awesome to hear. And, uh, that's really that, cool. Yeah, thank you. And so that's the thing. I mean, what's cool about it is you could say, oh, I did it. The bad part though is you lose time. So when I like to work with those big studios, absolutely. But I, I just can't even foresee when it happens. It's just when you're ready. Like when all the pieces are in place and we're ready to go and things are moving smoothly, you could start tackling bigger and bigger clients. It's all about sustainability. So we're, we're going to be closing out the show in a bit. Uh, do you want to share any, any other, uh, basically your social media out there so you can uh, give your word out to everybody? Yeah. So where, where can they follow you? Where, where, where can yeah, they find you on social media? On social media, like like I said, one company is called Manic Animatics, and then the other one is Silk City Style. So those two names, you should be able to Google and you'll find stuff. Uh, Silk City Style, we're still kind of building up, so maybe not as much. But if you just Google Manic Animatics, you'll see, you know, I, I got Facebook, Instagram, uh, I think we've had Tumblr, I got you know, everything, everything, Twitter. So if you can take those names and put those handles into any of those social media, you'll you'll well, find. Frank, us. it was a pleasure to have you on on Lounge Talk, man. I definitely want to have you on again, just to get you know we can get a couple laughs, uh, oh, thank you. you know, just to talk about a little bit of work. Yeah. Our, <laughs> our time working at you know the place. We yeah, work yeah, that's right. So you know, because they have you oh, talk man. about stories for days where we deal with at work and, and, and the yeah, weather, right. and the, the conditions. <laughs> But thank you so much, Frank. I really oh, appreciate uh, you being here. Guys, if you guys want to catch me on Lounge Talk, you can catch me on Spotify. Uh, you can catch me on Apple Podcasts as well as uh, Anchor, which is our, my main source for recording. Also, for my uh, Android users who can't really go on Apple Podcasts, you can go on Google Podcasts as well as Radio Public. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening, taking my taking your beautiful time on this beautiful Thursday. Uh, thank you for for everything that you guys have uh, given me. Thank you, Frank, for being my guest today. Uh, it was a pleasure. God bless. Thank you. And I hope and I pray that I will see you on television promoting your business into a bigger corporation, <laughs> a factory, a warehouse, something big. So <laughs> it's uh, something, right? Nothing but the best, my friend. Um, I hope everything goes well with your business. Thank you very um, much. I'm very happy for you that you you start basically start from the bottom, and. Um, you're, you're, you're a hardworking person, man. You're a hardworking man. And, and that's what, you know, people need to look up to. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited Thank to um, be sharing your business out there as well as um, working with you uh, down the road. So thank you so much, man. And, and yeah, have a good one. All right, man. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, you too. Thank you.